Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, it's me. Yep, solo me. Before the Japanese pop music, it's what we in the biz call a cold open. And I'm doing a cold open for a very important reason. Most notably, it's cold outside. When it's cold outside, we, as a culture, smartly, one of the, one of the smartest things we do as a culture, which isn't saying much, we play basketball inside. We go indoors for our sports. It's college basketball season. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you know a little bit about basketball. If you're listening to this podcast, I'll go one step further. You know more college basketball than any average schmuck on the street. That means you have the opportunity to cash in on your knowledge on betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V 50, BLEAV 50, BLEAV 50 to receive your bonus. They're back and better than ever, baby. A new web interface for the start of hoops season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So again, I can only lead you to the free money. It's up to you to reach out and take it. Reach out, go to betonline.ag, grab the money, put it in your pocket, say thank you to betonline.ag, do it again, tell your friends, promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50. Now, Here's some Japanese pop music. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Zach and Jack, he's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. A weird midday record for us, Rob. We're right in the middle of our days. You're dressed up like an adult. Um, Am I, though? You have like a manly construction I, job. You're wearing I, uh, if you If you wear neon, yellow, orange, whatever, and you're not in prison, that means you have a big boy man job. Or you, you haven't, or you haven't grown up from the 80s. Yeah, well, yeah, no. Anyway, I'm in my. I'm still in my sweatpants. I have yet to shower today. Uh, that's that's one of the. It's one of the many differences between you and me. 
Uh, but yeah, it's a Wednesday. It's hump day. We have Kevin James joining us any second. He's late. Officially. That's, that's Kevin for you. That's Kevin. Um, where are the rays, the ray bands? Oh, oh, you mean the pits, the pit vipers. God damn it. Yeah. The pit vipers. Oh, they're, they're, they're upstairs. It's, it was a aviator day today. I wanted to, you know, look somewhat like a boss. When I'm wearing that, that I'm just a worker. But when I have these on, I'm the boss man. So what I found out the hard way, I guess, was that um, you've been getting you've been getting Carlos Boozer for like a decade. Yeah. Where did I had you, no I, idea. When did, when did you get that? Uh, when did you get that info, though? Or how did you get that info? Oh, on Twitter, people being like, yeah, dude, he's been Alyssa. People being like, yeah, he is. He's been getting Carlos Boozer for forever. And you mentioned it, but. Yeah, no. And we have that same cock back behind the head shot, too. So, yeah, it's it's been a similarity most of my career. Uh, We are going to talk Kentucky basketball right now. I'm stalling to make sure Kevin gets on before we get too deep into the weeds. I don't want him interrupting while we're. Waste yeah well so, i'm just surprised jack honestly i don't mean to cut you off that we still have a show why do you say that we've gone this is like we're coming up third season yeah third season almost 200 it's, episodes it's incredible mm-hmm. i'm and i'm so happy to have my co-host oh That's i'm cool. happier to have mine i and you have an angle right now at the zoom call that i'm like looking down at you now i you know women are superior to us in so many ways, not least of which they understand their angles. You When you see women, they always have the cell phone up. Oh, it's a big them. deal how they take end up taking a picture or a I'm selfie. Look, I'm looking down at my laptop right now. So your view is up at me and I hate it. There's like a double chin deal you, going on. Are you on. self-conscious about it? There's like, there's like gaps in my teeth that I don't notice on the normal angle. Right. Right. And, and, and I'm upset about it. One guy who never has to worry about looking bad is one DJ Kevin James. That's why he got into the radio business. Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked. He does. We're recording Kevin. So don't say yeah, anything. You're uh, live. Don't say anything. Too I, bad. <laughs> I've got it. It says right there. We're recording. Okay. You feel comfortable now? You're yes, in a safe now that space. I know that we're recording. Thank yeah. you for telling me. Otherwise, that's against the FCC rules. <laughs> oh, there's a new rule. I didn't know that. Uh, one of the co-hosts of the Jane Kevin Show in Spokane, Washington. Also, PA man for the Gonzaga Bulldogs. What's listed first on your LinkedIn page? <laughs> What's a LinkedIn page? Yeah. Thank you, man. you in, Rob. Here's the deal. Thank I you. I know I've heard Rob say, what's LinkedIn, but I know what LinkedIn is, obviously. However, I don't have a page because much like Rob Sacre, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything. This is, this is, this is bullshit. See, I am, I was born either like 15 years too late or 15 years too early because I'm right. Cause I would, I would love to be in a position where, where Kevin James is at, where, He's he's established. He's got his gig. He's not looking to move in any direction. So why do you need a LinkedIn page? You don't. LinkedIn is to right. try to climb the ladder or or 
help others climb the ladder. It, it's bullshit. Is sure. what it is. Yeah. Like, like my son has a LinkedIn page and it makes a lot of sense because he's climbing that ladder. But I'm like, for me, I don't know. I'm at the top of my ladder getting ready to fall off real soon. <laughs> there you go. Way to be on top. Uh, were you nervous for this past uh, Sunday? Because it had been I, quite some time since you were a PA with people in the in the seats. No, no doubt about it. it. It was a weird deal. The craziness in the kennel, the energy in the building that day was so high that I got chills. Like, le- like legitimately just got chills a couple times from the energy in the building. It, it was wild. It, it's just hard to fathom not having any fans for one year there. It yeah. really is. And, and they had more students at the craziness than normal, and they were just wound up that day. So it, it was so great. The game this last week had moments where it was really good. But, you, you know, it's Eastern Oregon. It was a tough deal. It's a uh, flogging. It's a it's that's considered a flogging yeah. those type of games. Yeah, it was one of those cool games for me where I got to see both sides of it. One of the kids that played for Eastern Oregon was a a good friend of my son Coops. Like he grew up, he was at my house all the time. Did he break his cool arm? Get, what's that? Did he break his arm? No, not not the kid that I know. Oh, okay. The, the kid that I know is the kid who got there. I think come in because of him breaking his arm. Okay, that great. was former Zag walk on Paul Pennington. <laughs> Correct. Paul Pennington broke his arm, and I didn't see it. That didn't make the uh, the highlight reel. But everything well, I, I I read a couple different publications or tweets, yeah. and it said he left invisible pain. And you it don't was, write that unless he's like <laughs> screaming in agony. <laughs> oh, you know why God. I feel so lucky, Jack? I missed it. I somehow mm-hmm. I'm sitting there in the kennel. And I somehow missed the kid break his arm, but everyone said it was gruesome. And I'm like, I don't know if mm. I had looked away. Mm. I think it was on a foul maybe. So maybe I was, I would hope I would hope down to see what was going on. And I, I missed the broken arm, which by the way, Paul Pennington, the reason why he's important to Gonzaga, besides the fact that he was a walk-on, do you know his connection to the Zags? No. Oh, he is the brother-in-law of one of the best Zags ever. The man that Rob Sacre one time told me was the best leader he had played with. Oh, that could be anybody. And you uh, could have lied too. Yeah. Uh, he was, I think a freshman when you were a senior. Pendo. No. no, 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 no. He's younger than you. A freshman when you were a senior. Well, yeah. I was going to say, wait, his, his brother-in-law to Kevin Pangos. Yeah, that's it. Oh, really? Uh, Pangos's wife, uh, Katie, is yeah, that's her brother. The you always have some up. weird connections like that around I, here. Some I call yeah. weird, some I call creepy. I I always feel better because I follow all the zags on Instagram, and so I feel like I know their their personal lives pretty well. Yes, the dating lives. But just when I not think mine, creepy, not mine, Jack. Kevin you James, no mine. The top. Kevin I know James. yours. <laughs> I know all your life, Rob. <laughs> I don't. Are we allowed to talk about that, Rob? Yeah, we're allowed to talk about whatever. So I, Rob, I don't hide anything, man. Rob's been oh, dating let me open someone. Up one minute, we're gonna. Rob's been dating. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's been dating someone and has been tearing up Spokane with her, and I haven't yet to see a picture. And I don't know if it, people respect or. Wait, I've been tearing up Spokane with her. Nashville That's... Knights, 
Uh, oh, oh the words. Nashville North, whatever. Call it Nashville Knights. <laughs> the word's getting out. The word's getting out, I guess. And I I've, I've yet to see a picture of her. I've yet to see photo evidence. I, I produced a picture in a text thread with the two of us, and apparently I was way off. <laughs> the wrong yeah. girl. That was you sent a picture that was not Rob's. Uh, oh, who was that girl? Uh, that was the dude's girlfriend. Oh no, <laughs> that was Slim's buddy's girlfriend. I, I will Ball tell girl. you, Jack, that I had a weird deal because Rob was at National North for a concert, and I didn't even realize Rob was at the show. I was busy working. I was DJing that night. And so when the concert got over, just out of nowhere, there's this giant man standing next to me. He's like, Kev. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, what is Rob doing here? Well, and I didn't, you didn't say hi before the concert or anything. So I didn't know you were there. Well, here was the thing. I sat in the far, far back. And then she comes and grabs me and let's get on the dance floor. Let's go. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I, hey, it, it, I want to. Go ahead, Kev. Oh, I wanted to talk to Rob about the dancing because you were a good sport. <laughs> you were trying to dance. You were trying to do kind of some of the country swing. Obviously, you have a disadvantage being seven foot tall. Yeah, that is that's is my issue. That's, that, exactly the little swing dance. But you were giving it effort, and Rob, the smile on her face. I'm telling you, I see it every weekend when I DJ out there. If you're a guy who will try to swing dance, you will make the girl in your life so stinking happy oh you just man. have to try you have to try yeah, that's all yeah. that's everything in a relationship jack you just yeah. gotta look effort. like you're trying effort like yeah. it's like the guy who's walking across the crosswalk and he's just pumping his arms but he's really just walking <laughs> yes the football jog the football. Yeah, but you look like you're actually as that's all as drivers try, that's yeah. all that's the try you need Get, let me show me that you're putting in a, that you're aware of the situation a little bit of a sense of urgency when yeah. you're crossing on a yellow light. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> is she older or younger than 26? Oh, that's a good, that's a good I know this answer. <laughs> I know everything about her and I can tell you why, because I spent two hours talking to her one night. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Cool. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> it was the same night. I'll tell you this. I'll, um, I don't know how to address this, but the I, we might if they have young listeners, then you might as well just cut this off. But we were at this bar, and this guy goes and tries to pick her up, and he goes, she goes, well, you need to go talk to him, and didn't realize we were at a unisex bar. Let's just oh. use those terms. And uh, the guy comes to me and he goes, "I will suck you till you fall asleep." Yes. And oh, wait a minute, I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 we go down to this bar and it's a group of Slim's buddies who all know each other. So they're like the four women that are there, they're kind of grouped off. They know each other. They're at a table. There's like four guys that know each other. They're at a table. Then there's just like the other few random group. guys yeah, kind of yeah. standing around. Well, Rob knows everybody and Rob's talking to everybody. 
and I had met his girlfriend on Thursday night at the concert. Yeah. And yeah. so I, of course, I, I started looking. You were being a, you were being Iceman. You were yeah, Iceman. She doesn't know anybody, so I'm like, I'll just talk to her. Oh, well, and, now I feel bad for giving you the, oh, cool, man. But she, but I could have been just like the, you know, chit-chat. But then I thought, she's great. Before we know it, we hit it off. We're like two hours in, and Rob comes over and is like, are we going to have a problem here, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> After two hours? taking my girl? I do got nervous. He, he, see, people don't realize Kev has charm. Charm. And he has that ability to try. So that right there, that with try and charm, I don't, I don't have a chance. So yeah. I, I got and nervous. I, Kevin James is looking better and better every time. He we does. He look. I was just going to say today on the show, Kev, you looked phenomenal the last time okay. I saw you. Even with what's going on with the, the facial hair? Yeah. Own it. What do you mean just what's going it. on? Okay. I shaved into a mustache this weekend to be Paul Blart. Okay. And yeah, well. so, I, which was a great Halloween costume. Super fun. Everyone loved Paul Blart Mall Cop. One of the most loved characters is what I found out. Played by down. played by Kevin James. Kevin James is Paul Blart. Yeah, how great was that? So, I shaved into a mustache, which was so fun on Saturday night. And then Sunday when I got up and had to go to the kennel <laughs> and I had a mustache, it wasn't fun. Well, clearly, clearly you were... The- you weren't yeah. that embarrassed because you could have easily shaved the mustache. Yeah, but that's worse, Jack, because when I shave, I have no upper lip. Oh, and when no I shave does. the mustache, it looks worse. So it's better to roll with waiting for the growth to come back mm. in. I want to have the stubble look that you have, Jack. The Jack Ferris stubble. The dark. Like my just favorite. the dark. Oh, gosh. I wish mine was that. Mine just comes in and now it's gray. It used to be red. It's you just, want a little gray, though. Let me tell you a secret. You want a little gray. You do. Yeah, you do. a little. Yeah. Yes, for yeah. sure. Uh, I'll give you a secret, and I'm <laughs> not a secret. I blab about it all the time because nothing in my life is secret. I use a little <laughs> color in my beard. so that Oh, I can you do that Walt Frazier deal? So I can get a little, little dark with the gray. Otherwise, my beard is very red, and I don't like that. Oh, you know what's funny? I guess it, it's if I grow it out like beard beard, yeah, I get red too. But okay. it's been so long. I was gonna say it doesn't happen anymore, but it's been so long since I've had like a beard beard. But yeah, I wonder it would look it would look crazy now, red oh, and white and black. I was gonna say all you need is blue, and you have the American flag. Red. Dude, white, I was and gonna blue. say I was gonna say it would look like Rob Sacre's hinge match section. Oh, what is that? Was that? too far. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. What is that? Um. Anyway, you yeah, more you importantly, skirted, back to Rob and his girlfriend. You, yeah, you screwed oh the issue, Rob. God. I I put the over under at twenty six for years of age. Ooh, tw- uh, twenty seven. Yeah. Or we don't discuss w- women's age. I don't. That's believe. right. No, we don't. Of course not. Of course not. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she. You know what, Rob? She was very lovely, and she. I enjoyed talking with her. And I can't always say that about people that you hang out with. <laughs> Here's the thing. She has enough energy to keep up with me. Vice versa. She's, there's just a lot of energy. So that's what's cool about this one. Okay. Well, great. Um, yeah, I feel like she's not afraid to call you on your stuff either, is she? 
Joe, no. And I need that. That's what I need. I do need those people in my life. Otherwise, I'm I I could go way far into the deep end really quick. Are we are we are we talking about this may be pushing it too far? Are we talking about you potentially having stepkids? No, I have no stepkids. Well, potentially. If you know Why would I have no she doesn't she? have she has okay. no kids. All right. no. Hey, I, hey, listen, spoke <laughs> no, I spent no. spent a lot of time. No, spoke no, in. I get it. I That's get a it. Fair question. Yeah, definitely That's a fair, a fair question. question. You know, she has stepkids. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the deal for her. That's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I have, a, I have a laundry list of questions. I'm going to ask you the hardest one first, Kevin. Okay. How did you introduce Brian Michelson? Was it head coach Brian Michelson? Was it interim head coach Brian Michelson? Or was it just this is how it went? I finished the starting lineup, which I actually want to know your thoughts on this because. The starting lineup, they give me the starters, and then it's my job to put them in order. Okay, huh? of how I Wait. want to announce them. Oh, and you get oh, so they're when they're sitting on the bench, they are le- legit waiting for their name because they don't know that who's is, next. That is correct. <laughs> Run through the they tunnel. know who's starting, obviously, but they don't know who who's going to go first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Right. Oh, that's all up to you. Yeah, I, but- I put them in order. Now, I would imagine if I did a horrible job. Like Barrett Henderson, the sports information director, would come over and say, "Don't, don't ever do it in that order again." <laughs> but they let but, me go for the most part and let me decide. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Isn't there like audio visual support, like on the big, like when there you there is, and so I have to radio in. To, I tell the person next to me who does game management, she radios it in to the video people to put it in that order. Oh, so, so this is prepared. You you decide well before. The actual yes. okay, yep. got it, got it. And then they they put the video, yeah, together. Okay. Like, you know, like five minutes before the game, yeah. they yeah, yeah. order to put them in. So it was obviously Andy, Andrew Namhard started. So that was fine. At the at the two was Rajir Bolton. Oh, it's Rajir Rajir. Yes, I've got to learn to say that right. Not Razir or anything. It's Rajir. Like Rajir Ra- Bolton. Like Raja, like Raja, Raja Bell, yeah. Rajir. Rajir yeah. Bolton. He, he was there. So then the three spot, Julian Strother, that was pretty easy. They were all kind of by position. And then you come to the two where, uh, yeah, okay, technically, Drew would be the four and right. Chet Holmgren would be the five. But, yeah. and Chet Holmgren's a real big star, mm-hmm. but it's Drew Timmy's team. It is. So I put Chet fourth and put, oh, Tim that's, Bonner. that's spot on. Yeah, okay. no, that's right. I think oh, you would, that's spot you, on, man. You, I think you would make Chet uncomfortable if you put him last and Timmy ahead of him. Yeah, and I was like, by position, it works, and he's, you know, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I got to put Drew last. Yeah, yeah, the preseason so All-American. This, this is what happened with the coach thing. As soon as I get done with, and uh, you know, Drew, Timmy, I get done saying his name, and I looked at the part where I'm supposed to read all the coaches. They're not there. <laughs> just like Mark Few. It, they weren't there. They, they just not, like Mark Few. Just, it's just brushed over. <laughs> like we're just not announcing coaches until coach gets back. <laughs> oh, you know what? I okay. So so Barry was ahead of it. Yep. They uh so, did the same thing at Craziness in the Kennel. There was no coach introductions. I, so, I think it's easiest just to to not 
Jack loves to dabble into this conversation. Well, it's interesting. It's know, interesting. It is it's- interesting. And I'm, I know, <laughs> Rob, I've heard the podcast. I heard how much you hate the conversation. It is what it is. It happened, man. Coach Fuse is a good dude. We know this. He made right, right, right. Mistake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not Henry yeah. Ruggs. Okay. But. Jeez. What is. <laughs> That's a terrible story. But what I think is crazy is that, you know, yeah, I'm harping on it, but I do think it's interesting. And clearly, Barrett Henderson, sports information director, has thought about this issue. And didn't want well, that's to. His, that's in, his nightmare. It didn't want to put you in a position to have to say and head coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Brian Michelson. Right. So for it's crazy sure. how much thought is going into this. Yeah, so. for sure. It's something they they have to think about for a, another couple of games. Um, that starting lineup. Do you think that's the starting lineup we're going to uh, to see the rest of the way? You know, I I don't know. I'm well. I'll tell you this: Julian Strother is yes. I think he's a lock. That that dude, even last year when he played, it just always seemed like he was just a, a guaranteed bucket. And, and I love the energy he brings and all that stuff. I just think he is. He's locked in there with those other three guys now. Okay. And I love Regier Bolton. I, I like him too. That dude is fast. He, he just, I don't know. He, he impresses me. But then again, so do all the other guys that could play that position. Yeah. I do think uh, Julian was the star of the evening, even with Chet playing as well as he did. We'll get to boring hoops you know, talk Ch- later with just Chet's going to be that weird guy where I feel like he didn't really have any crazy highlights or anything. You don't really think much of it. You're like, oh, Chet played all right. And then you look up and he has 17 points and he missed one shot. And you're like, oh, you're better than everybody else. Dude, he plays in slow motion. A lot of the times you're watching him and your eyes think what he's doing. And I've never seen him in person. I watch him on the screen and it it looks kind of unremarkable. And I know that's a crazy word to use. No, it's it's Austin 2.0 to me. It it really is Austin 2.0. If Austin was like four inches taller. Austin was 6'11". Don't was forget. He, okay. uh, yeah, yeah Austin true. was like they had the similarities between the two of them are it's creepy for me. Why did you bring up the only zag that I'll say something bad about? Well, you got to give Austin was a, Austin was he, he was unbelievably talented. He, he still yes. is. He's getting buckets over in Europe right now, but um I just the similarities and the the knock was that Austin wasn't big enough and wasn't strong enough for the NBA right. at that time. But the game was so different. I think if Austin played in this era, he would be he'd be Chet. Hands what, down. Was, sure. what was your problem with Austin, Kevin? Oh, I just I just always felt like like every guy who's played for the Zags, even if they transfer out of the program or whatever. I still feel like they love the Zags and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I just always feel like Austin day does not like the Zags. No, I don't, I don't believe that. I feel, uh, I feel he was just, he's a, he was ahead of his time. He was the Chet before we got Chet. Think about it. Austin was our biggest recruit at the time. Rob, Uh, listen, listen to this about times changing. I see you wearing your Beats by Dre right now. Your cool headphones, cool guy headphones. Before the game, as the dudes are warming up, they are wearing no, they're not headphones. No, they're not. Up. 
No yes. way. Is that going to carry over into this, into when you is back? It is one of the most fascinating things. And I am like, if that continues into like the season, maybe it's just because it's an exhibition. I don't know what it was, but it was one of the things that just had my, my mind blown where I'm like, they are headphones. wearing headphones. Yeah. I don't know though. You would think that the coaches would use the exhibition as a dress rehearsal. Like everything's going to be the same. Like everything we're all get, we're just, we're gearing up for Texas. You know, agree. this this will be the same. That'll be the same. So to have them wear headphones out there, that now, maybe, is that a new, like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to think new, about. It, 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 the first, yeah, I just can't. Could you imagine Rob, if you showed up to warm up for a game with headphones on? Here's a, here's a question. No, here's a question. Did they get paid to wear those headphones? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I never even thought of that, Rob. That, who, very who, well have a deal, right? Yeah. Who's wearing the headphones? Who was wearing the headphones? So Nolan Hickman had on the beats and then uh, every other guy who had headphones in, I can't remember. Julian had headphones. Uh, gosh, darn, I'm not going to remember. There was like four guys who had them in. They all had the AirPods. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I could, I could see that. Okay. But when, then, yeah, when, no, uh, Nolan Hickman was the only guy who had the, the mm. beats on. Those are like $300 headphones, aren't they? Right. Like playing basketball on those would stress me out. Now, he no. did take his off once they started doing real stuff or layups and all that type. a little faster. But the other guys left the AirPods in. Interesting. Something to look for as the season yeah. progresses here. It was just something I was like, oh, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Uh, let's talk about pregame bells and whistles, Kevin. Okay. I remember in 2017, I think it was, they added, um, they added the smoke machine. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Juicy. They've, they've gone above and beyond now. It's like a rave concert before the kids. Well, we did, do, do they still say rave by the way? Is rave still a thing that people say? Jack, we had a hard time being able to shut off the lights when you and I were there. Right. That was it. That was a warm back up. Yeah, correct. That yeah. was the thing. They, it, 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 we didn't even have a, we couldn't even turn the lights off during yes. like entrance. Now they got everything. So yeah, it might be a rave. How, how are the pregame festivities though? Do, do they have that pre-produced video where it looks like they're like playing on a prison? Uh, I will tell you, no, it does not have the, uh, the prison court. <laughs> yeah. Pre video. If anybody's, if you haven't seen it, it's the, it's the classic, you know, chain net yep. basketball hoop in the middle of nowhere that the guys all went and shot on. It was kind of, I mean, it was cool, but it, I don't know. The one it's they have been right done. Now, it's been done. They're playing highlight videos from last year mm -hmm. mixed in with stuff from this year. And right towards the end of it is Jalen shot against UCLA. And I hope it stays in there forever because this energy that it creates in the kennel, it's like reliving that shot every time it goes in. It's awesome. They, I, they would have to. If you have a generational shot like that as oh. part of your program, it's it's got to be part of every game day experience, I would think. I, I hope so. I hope it stays in that, that video because they do change it up as the season goes on, obviously. Get more highlights of each guy. They'll put them in the, that video, but it's pretty good hype. It's like a minute long video. And then we go into the, you know, here's the thing about the intro that I have to do now. It's getting ridiculous because it's like, oh, sponsors. And now 24 time West Coast Conference. Champion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 22 consecutive NCAA tournament appearances. 
and the only team in the nation to make six straight sweet 16s. Let's meet your Gonzaga. Yeah, you know, like all of the stuff we have to list off beforehand. I'm like, pretty impressive resume. Titles. What about Titles. sponsorships? What's your toughest sponsorship to read? Oh boy. Um, there was a couple new ones this year that caught me a little off guard because I almost go into robot mode because I'm just used to reading some of them and I know them. But there was a new one and I can't remember what it was. It was called Sacre Excavation. That's what that was. Yeah. How come you're not on there? Yet? I'll slip. I'm going to slip one in. I'm going to slip one in. You should. You should. We're the Sack and Jack podcast. We're going to slip one in. But as Rob Sacre once told me, you got to pay the pop cost no. to be the boss. No, I'll figure out. I'll talk to Stanford about that. Okay. What does it cost? Yeah, what does it cost just for like a quick 15 second ad? It's not cheap. It's not cheap. That's crazy. I I don't think you get one of those unless you're on all the other stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be like on like a big advertising package. You're not getting the in game reads. You're not talking to Mark Livingston anytime soon. Oh, I will tell you the the one that was different. We used to do the smile cam. It was brought to you by Delta Dental Washington, and mm-hmm. it's time for the smile cam. Show off your best smile. See if you can make it up on the big screen. For years, that was the deal. Now, Delta Dental is doing the floss cam. Ooh, gross. Show off your best floss dance. Oh, flossing. <laughs> floss oh, now I get it. Crowd. I don't know <laughs> if I like it as much as the smile cam. I don't know. Do we have a kiss cam? No, and I don't know why. That could, that would also be a good Delta Dental thing. You know, kiss. Yeah. Oh, like there the we tongue. go. Yeah. Yeah. Flip uh, someone the tongue. Is that what you said? <laughs> tongue cam. Yeah. No, tongue Do with that what you will. Here's, hey, didn't that happen to somebody? And, like, they it was at UCLA where the guy. Uh, proposed, he proposed. He proposed, and she said no on the kiss yeah. cam. Yeah, that was that was obviously like, planned out. He, then he, and then you know what he did after what did he, that? What did he do? He wrote a documentary. Oh, you know what? I about remember dick that. size. Yes, because <laughs> yes. Oh, what? yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Ken, about know dick about size. So this was like this was like seven, eight years ago. For those of you who don't know, obviously, a UCLA fan, uh, his girlfriend, they, and they weren't students. They were probably no. They were just at yeah, the yeah. game. They were just yeah. at a game. And so he set it up like, hey, during the kiss cam, come to me. I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Right. And he proposed and she like gets up and walks away. And it's like YouTube it. It's one of the most horrifying it's, videos it's, you've ever it's seen in your brutal. life. It's brutal. It's really brutal. And I guess like later it comes out that um, she wasn't comfortable with the relationship. Or one of the reasons was because of the, the size of his, his manhood. And so he <laughs> did a dick, a, a dick, a dick, a menary. He did a documentary. Yes, that was, oh, wow. I forgot about <laughs> that. That's the problem with the state of the world and politics and stuff is I forget about what matters, like that guy's story. That's <laughs> And so he went around the country and like did surveys about if it matters or not <laughs> and like how can he grow it and all these like pathogens of ways to change. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was a unique, unique documentary. It was like, shoot me the link. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> how um not to segue awkwardly to my guy, but how is my favorite ref, the ref that sits that sits next to you and handles the clock with the middle part? Well, 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 Jack, let me tell you. Yeah. He wasn't there. No. 
What? Is that what? his first missed game? You know what was there? Who? His referee shirt. Wait, they like what put happened it over the seat? It was one of the weirdest things ever. So he, he was sick. My- again, again, hold on, pause. For those of you who don't know, for as long as I can remember, and as long as Kevin has been the PA, there's a guy who sits right at center court for every Gonzaga basketball game, and he controls the clock. He has a phenomenal side part. The side part right down the middle of his head lines up perfectly with the half court line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it he is, re- it, wears a ref shirt. Anyway, sorry. Yes. It, it, his name's Mike. He's an awesome dude. He's done it for, I think, 30 years. He's the actual official scorekeeper. He does the score book. Like with a pencil, he has a wad of number two pencils that he brings to the game and writes in the scorebook. It's one of it's an impressive thing to watch, by the way. Everything done with computers nowadays, they still have to have in basketball an official handwritten scorebook. That's how it's done. Like, the coaches have to come over and write in the starting lineups. They have to check everything. They have to autograph, like sign everything. That's classic. And people wonder why the NC2A is dying. Yeah, uh, James is <laughs> right. like, so tickled that that is still happening, right? Mm-hmm. It, it just, yeah, it's weird. But Mike was, he was sick, so he wasn't there. And I was just like, what is going to happen? I don't understand what's going to happen. And then they had a guy who usually does the video stuff. He filled in and he had the jersey. It was right there. He put on the referee jersey and he was an official just like Mike. So the so Mike's jersey streak is still alive, even though his streak it is. The jersey was still there at half court. So is he okay? Will he be back? This is this is big news. Um, yes. As as far as I know, he will be back. I did not get real into his personal health or anything, but uh I, I just sound like he was sick and he would be back. Good. All right. That'll be fine. All right, well, well good. Yeah, Any other hope. any other uh in-game festivities new or otherwise that we should know about? No, I'm trying to think. There was nothing else really uh, too crazy or exciting that that happened that's different than the normal, you know. What grade would you give yourself your first real game back? Craziness in the kennel, I'll give myself a solid. Oh, you want a grade, like a letter grade? A letter grade, yeah. I'll give myself a solid B plus at craziness in the kennel. Here's it's hard. It's about. hard. It's hard, isn't it, to get up every time there's like a dunk or a big play. It's like yeah, like once the game starts at craziness, it's a little weird because there's no enemy. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah, ever yeah, get yeah, to yeah. say basket by Ferris. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't care, which is one of my favorite things to do to the opposing team when they <laughs> score a basket. You just yes. go basket by Ferris. And when Rob scores, it's like, Rob Sacre, and you go crazy, you get excited, and then it's just, but in the scrimmage, you don't get to do that. But the starting lineups aren't starting lineups. I had to introduce all 15 players Mm. and do each one of their names exciting, and about halfway through it, I realized, my throat hurts. I'm not (laughs) sure I have, I'm not sure I have another eight names in me. Did you squeak? I, I one little one time, just a little bit. Oh yes. They were able to get a drink of water. We were good. We made it through the rest of them. Even the pros do it, folks. It, okay. About, go ahead, yeah. Rob. I was gonna say, do you think it would change the vibe there if like half the student section was blue and half the student section was white? 
Yes. And then, and then like you get to root for the blue team, you get to root for, and then, then then fans could like get up for their side, I guess. Absolutely. And obviously you still love all the guys. Right. But you're just, that would be fun. Right. Then it gives it a little bit of a match where you're not just, because it gets to a point, it gets stagnant in there. And it's not because of you or anything. It's just, we're playing each other. Right. There, there should be uh, incentive too. Like if you have a blue shirt and the blue team wins, you get a Wendy's Frosty. Right. Absolutely. It's just a simple thing where if we gave away a few things, I mean, the end of games in the kennel when we're playing WCC teams and we're up by 30 <laughs> are boring, right? We all know that. But you know what I know makes it exciting? When we have a chance to win a free taco from Taco Bell. So we're still doing that. It's still Taco Bell. Yep. You get 10, 10 threes in a game. We get Taco Bell. That might be an interesting segue. So Kevin James, we appreciate your time. You can go if you want, but I, at some point we do have to I, talk about real basketball. I have nothing to do. Okay, great. What? I'm afraid. What I'm afraid we're not going to be a great shooting team when it comes to I was to just going to say I I don't know that we how often we will get tacos this year. Yeah. It uh, came up in in the the exhibition game because I don't know for sure maybe 6 minutes left in the first half is when we hit our first three. Because I this, I, yeah, I don't know I don't know half to half but for the game we were 7 for 24, which isn't terrible. It's just under no. 30%. But that and I'm just trying to be optimistic, not optimistic, but that can really affect us in the long haul if we can't shoot. We've because we so, have size yeah. and they will pack the pain on us so quick if we can't shoot. And we've been so spoiled to have at least two kind of laser shooters. shooters on the yeah. squad. Right. So there's always one on the floor kind of thing. Yeah, for uh, four years, you had one of the best ever with Corey Kispert. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you kind of take it for granted that, that we had those shooters. And now it's like, I don't know. Julian obviously looked great that game shooting. And I feel like he's a kid that might have a little Zach Norvell in him. He might go one for seven. I hope. And still shoot five more and if make five in a row. If he's 80% of the shooters Zach Norvell was, we're in, we're in decent shape. Julian was yeah, the only I, one who I, shot I, it well. He was three for six. So he okay. accounted for almost half of the seven for 24. Andrew Nemhard was over four. Um, Razier Bolton over three. So the two starting guards, over seven from three. That could be yeah. an issue. Now I will say in the craziness in the kennel, and I don't know if you guys got to see that or not. Uh, Andrew Bolton, I mean Andrew Nemhard looked great. Like he knocked down quite a few threes, and his shot looked really good. Where I was like, oh, this is this is good news. If if Andrew's going to hit threes, the life is good. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not worried about them yet, but there's definitely if there's anything to be concerned about this year, it is that three point shooting, and I mean how good is Chet Holmgren? That's the other thing we're going to find out. How good of a shooter is he? he? What was he one for one in the game? He was one for one. So he he actually statistically he was the best shooter because he shot 100. percent He was one for one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Andrew Nemhard is at his best when he's kind of slashing around, flowing around cutting, et cetera. If our offense is predicated on him shooting threes, we might be in trouble because yeah. I don't, I don't think he's that kind of player. 
Agreed. And he's so good on the pick and roll and all that stuff. But when, if teams are packing it in, that uh, it's not going to work. So he's going to have to shoot maybe, but I don't know. And then what's our free throw percentage? I'm so glad you asked Rob, because I wrote it down. I knew you would take a guess what we shot from the line. Whoa, I'll go 70%. Lower. Gonzaga is incredible because we're always in the top five in total offense. Last year, we were number one by five points, 91. I think Colgate was number two with like 86 points per game. But we were always like right around 65% from the line. That hasn't Uh, been good. On Sunday, we were 61% from the line. Really? Yeah. And for comparison's sake, Eastern Oregon was 91%. Okay. But, and maybe I'm wrong about this. I felt, here's what I felt good about. Watching Chet Holmgren shoot free throws. That dude is pure. It does look fluid. Yeah. It almost looks like he's just reaching and putting it in the basket. Like, like he could make it every single time. Now, I don't remember, I don't know what he shot from the free throw line, but it just seemed like, I was like, okay, he's really good at shooting free throws. So, yeah, let's talk about Chet now. And Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. And um, to your point earlier, Kevin, he's one of those players where you don't pay attention. You don't, nothing really stands out. And you look up, he's got 70 points. He had 70 points, eight boards, but a couple of times he looked like Kevin Love. And what I mean by that was he takes the ball right off the rim, looks up, maybe one dribble outlet pass, like 45 feet down court. And it is, the ball is moving Um, a couple of times. And if you pull up any, YouTube and type in Chet Holmgren. You're going to see these. He goes coast to coast, two behind the back dribbles on one play to get to the rim. Uh, so transition, if he keeps playing like that, I think we're going to be one of the best teams in the country. I don't think we're going to be fast. And then when they, I think we're going to have a, if I know Coach View's game plan, it's let's try to score before the defense can get set up. So he's going to look to push, push, push. And if not, we're going to just grind it out with our bigs. Yeah. And I mean, we just, we were just kind of, I don't want to say negative, but we were realistic. when talking about our shooting defensively. I think we're significantly better than last year. Okay. Significantly might be a stretch, but what Chet Holmgren brings defensively is it, it's fun to watch. It's Austin. Yeah. It's Austin. I don't, Austin. I don't. I, I don't and think. It, I Austin, Austin is third in all-time blocks at Gonzaga. What is he really? In it's just two, two years. seasons. Yeah. I know. I know. I get it. I know. I get it. It's a great man. comparison. It's 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 which definitely more complete than than Austin because Austin didn't well. Yeah, Austin just didn't. It wasn't as it, it was just it wasn't new. as embraced as it, it is now. Exactly, it was yeah. new to Gonzaga to have a guy who was there strictly to go to the NBA. That had never been done. For all, had his never style been of play, I, like I remember everybody fans just always being like, "You're six eleven, get in a post and do something." And and Austin was like, "No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. not that, that. I'm not that guy." Yeah. And it was. It was just far-fetched, and everyone was like, oh, he was soft and everything. Like It was just a different style of basketball back then. There's an article. Okay, I will agree that it's obviously different basketball right, now but, than what but it was 13 years correct. ago when he was playing. Okay, 
there's an, it's so funny you guys mentioned that because there's an article today out on the athletic about Chet Holmgren. And it's all about how he's not soft. He's far from soft. He's anything but soft, which uh, the knock on Austin was, yeah, you can float around the perimeter and shoot threes, but if you're six eleven and you're not in there throwing elbows, like what good are you kind of thing? Um, so yes, being tough today is much different than being tough. The bar for toughness 13 years ago when Austin was playing. Yeah. Right. It's weird watching uh, Chet because when you see, see him in person, I, I don't know if it comes across on TV. It has to. He, he's obviously a freak the way he looks. And he's so thin that you just think you can't believe that he's strong. But then you watch him with the ball. He got hit so hard the one time on the one foul and held on to the ball somehow. And I was like, wait, how did he hang on? There's, there's no way those little arms were able to hang on to the ball. But he makes the most of it and must be way stronger than he looks. He's got to be strong. He's going to get fouled all the time this season. If not in the post when, like I said, when he's bringing the ball up and guards, you know, try to check him a little bit. Uh, so he's going to have to be durable. Also, he looks like he can take three steps from half court and be at the rim. That's what I mean. Um, Kyle Anderson, the old UCLA guard, who's now, I think he's still with the Spurs. His nickname is slow-mo and it's the same kind of deal. He's like, it's like a six, eight. He can play point guard and, He's quick, but he looks like he's moving in slow motion. It's just because yeah. he's inches taller than everybody else he's facing. I, I got a Kobe story about that guy. Yes, Kyle Anderson. Oh, oh, man. Please do. I love when we stumble upon Kobe stories. Kobe's like, I'm going to fuck with him. And so during that game, he just refused to guard him. Like, just step. He said, shoot it. Like, literally gave him. 15, 20 feet every time. And it was like, go ahead, shoot. And th- he was trying to prove that he could shoot. And it, I think he went one for seven, one for nine. Poor guy. And, he just, and he just, Kobe was like, yeah, I'm just not going to guard him. I'm just not going to guard him and see what he does. And I, it worked to, it was the wildest thing I'd ever seen is the guy just was like, I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove I could score. Couldn't score. Couldn't throw a rock in the ocean. Does does <laughs> or did Kobe have a relationship with the UCLA players when you were there, or was that like very separate? No, no, it okay. was just uh, yeah. He's just a different. He was just a different breed, man. He if he found out what school you went to, he would he'd make some kind of joke and clown on how you played or something like that. But like his whole thing was he, he wanted to go to Duke just so he could go play against Vince Carter in North Carolina. That was his whole, that was his all mindset on t- certain schools. I thought I, when he would say, you know, I didn't go to college, but if I had, I would have gone to Duke. I thought he was just doing that as a recruiting favor for coach K because the no, team he, they maybe, were maybe, but at the same time, he said he, the re- only reason why he wanted to go to Duke is to play against Vince Carter at North Carolina. Nuts. So he had a, he had a reason to beat Vince Carter. Yeah, he's Kobe sick. was a bastard. A beautiful, yeah, he's beautiful sick, bastard. Sick man. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the three that came off the bench: Nolan Hickman, Hunter Salas, Anton Watson. Uh, believe it or not, Nolan Hickman led the team in minutes. He had seven more minutes uh, than really? any of the starters. Yeah, he had twenty-five minutes. The five starters had eighteen minutes apiece. Um, so you know, eighteen-year-old kid want to get him some run out there. 
a, a lot of people predicted Hickman would start over Razier. Mm-hmm. What was the PA man's impression of Nolan Hickman off the bench? I, I kind of felt bad for Nolan. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hype of it with him. And I always felt like Razier, Razier was going to be the guy just because he's that senior. And I just feel like Coach Hughes is going to love that that lead that senior on this team. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. And it changes as the season goes on, but at first he just makes sense to be that starter. Um, Nolan was, I don't know if he was just trying to go too fast, trying to do too much, but it just felt like he turned the ball over a ton and he just, he never really got anything going that game. And I, and I don't know if it was just, you know how that is, Rob, you make a mistake and then you just keep pushing to try to, to do something and it just gets worse. It's yeah, that can, it can, it can weigh on you. That's why you kind of have to forget what you, if you screwed up, you just have to have goldfish memory, man. Just forget about it and on to the next play and try to just do it right. And and the worst is feeling like you're going to be ripped off the court. So then you really start playing tense and tight. And then it's just a snowball effect from there. So I don't think it was a good showing by Nolan Hickman necessarily, but I think we all know he's he's going to have some great moments and mm. who knows could end up in that starting lineup at some point. I, I want to say this because I, I don't know if this is a popular opinion or not. I think come middle of the season, we are all just going to be in love with Andrew Nemhard and saying that he is. I just have a feeling that this guy is going to be the thing that makes this team work and we all realize that wow he's i mean he had a great season last year mm. and there was so much other around him and he just fit in and did such a good job and like this dude was really good at florida like he mm. was really stinking good and i think when he gets to run this show i don't know i just think by the middle of the season and it's just a complete gut feeling i have nothing else to go off of other than Maybe it's what I'm hoping for. Is that he? Just- There's always good hope. We can always have dreams. We can always yeah. have dreams. He is very. He is very cool. He's a cool player. He's a chill dude out there. Yeah, Nemhard cruising around. Mm. Will Kevin James be able to travel at all this year and see? When was the last Gonzaga away game you went to? Man, it's been an embarrassingly long time, hasn't it? It has. It's been too long. Way, way, way too long. Um, there used to be a time when there was money in, in radio and they would send you to tournament games. You're right. right. I mean, for years, we followed the Zags. We went to every single tournament game. We were there. We were in the hotel broadcasting live. I mean, it was it was awesome, but those days are gone. For sure. <laughs> those, those were the, the heydays. I will those be going are... on my own now if I want to go. Uh, I will be traveling to the Battle in Seattle this year because – they're actually having me do the PA announcing. Oh, what? oh that's awesome. The first time ever. Yeah. So that's oh, hell cool. yeah. Something different. I'm getting to do the uh, Alabama game in Seattle. Yeah, so I, that will be a that. fun That's game. something different. And then I may, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. My son is going to Phoenix. Hey. Mm. I'm going to Phoenix. I might go so, to Phoenix. Really? <laughs> maybe i'm going for sure if you guys are going yeah dirty owls going to phoenix confirmed oh, oh man that that would be a, I, I would definitely want to come check that out yeah. oh boy 
Oh, and should I keep you guys away from my boy Coop or not? Oh no, no. I'm getting Cooper. If I'm going down, get Coop. I'm going down. <sighs> Cooper's a bad influence on us. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he sure is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I finish? Speaking of kids, I have one thought for you guys. And it's Rob, you can answer this probably better than anybody about Coach Few's demeanor when it comes to the last kid on the bench that the crowd always cheers for. You know, when it's uh, – who was the guy, the last guy on the bench in your year? Andrew Sorensen. And P-Mog. P-Mog. Well, Sorensen Sorensen would hit threes. Like, if you come off and you hit threes. He could play. Yeah. Andrew Sorensen is a Disney movie. Every time that guy got in the game. The crowd would go nuts. They want source, and he would go in. He would hit a three every single time. Every time. Half the time, it was for tacos, and yeah. it was like the dude was literally a Disney movie. Where I'm like, this guy's great. He must have so, shot like forty five percent, something stupid like that. Yeah, it was so crazy. But you know, the the kennel club starts chanting for that last guy on the bench all the time, and I always feel like Coach Few. Plays with him, plays with the crowd a little bit. Doesn't like it. Like, yeah, I'm not putting him in. I just put this other kid in <laughs> who hasn't had any minutes either, and he needs to play. I'm not, you know, like, I'm not putting him in. Yeah, and I imagine, I imagine Coach Fuse not the kind of guy to make a coaching move because people told him to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no. He's got himself in a real sticky pickle this <laughs> he year. Does. He does. Sure, because he the crowd, the loudest moment of the game on Saturday, came at about five minutes left in the game when he started putting in Matthew Lang, Will Graves, that whole crew at the end of the bench. And there was one kid left mm-hmm. and his name is Joe few. Mm-hmm. And that crowd went nuts of we want Joe. We want Joe just over and over and over for five minutes straight. They would not stop until they put Joe few in and then Joe. And I can't blame him. That kid gets out there. And he is just smiling from ear to ear because he's like, this is crazy. They're all chanting my name. I'm, I'm, this is, I grew up in this. And now I'm like, can you imagine that feeling for the first time when you've been, you've been embodied in this? This is your life. Yes. I can't imagine. I really can't. Well, it's going to get crazier for him. So get ready. I wish he made a bucket. He was over. Joe Few was over. Sorry to he came, he ruin came the in Disney right movie. To the, to the free throw line, he came in and he just hung there for a second, like no one's guarding me. I can shoot it. I wanted it to go in so bad because that crowd would have gone absolutely nuts. But that's hey, a we, weird one because now the last guy they're cheering for is your kid. Yeah, that's yeah. a different pressure. Well, for Coach Few. Hey, well, pressure makes diamonds in this world, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and if we're to the point in the season or in any game where he's considering putting in Joe few. Yeah. The we're in a good spot on the roster. We're in a real good spot. We're in a very good spot. Kevin James is in a good spot. He's got great hair. He's got phenomenal. Looking phenomenal. Is it fair to say that? It, how old are you now, Kevin? 45. <laughs> I will be 51 in December. In your See? 51st year. Do you think now you're just finally starting to figure out your appearance? You're like now just settling into yourself. And um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I, a, that's a Jack question right there for sure. <laughs> well, I will tell you this, Jack, that I have in the last year had a change of hair. Like your hairstyle like a, change. Like where I, a new scalp? For years, 
for 30 years, did my hair straight back unless I would shave my head. I went through a couple of phases where I shaved my head, but uh, I always just combed straight back. And earlier in the year, I went to a new haircut girl, like after the COVID thing, you know, COVID and haircuts. Oh, got crazy. Remember you had to do like gorilla haircuts. You had to like meet people in yeah. back alleys. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. And my haircut girl that I had, I lost, I stopped going to her because every time I went there, it was like an hour long conversation about COVID and she's anti everything. <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I love her dearly, but I was just like, this is not what I want. So I went to a different, finally got a different haircut girl and she cut it and she's like, I want to, we should try something new. And I was like, Okay. So she did this kind of push forward and then spiked up in the front. Uh, the, that, the boy band look. That's the boy band look. It's, it is sort of a boy band look. It's a young look for a 50-year-old guy. But yeah. It's I, a TC look. I've got the gray with it, so I feel like it works. That's You know, that style came about like in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, for sure. Okay. For sure. And, and, and I never had it. I always had the opposite hairstyle. So... I didn't know what I felt about it. I didn't like it a ton. Are you, wait, are, are you doing this four minute hair soliloquy just to make Rob and I feel bad? Is that the point of this? That'd make me feel bad. I don't oh. know. You asked her if I'd settled into my look and I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay, fair. fair. You look good. You're a silver fox. But guys, I don't mean to cut this short. Yeah, he's got to go. What do I got to work? I got to take down a retaining wall. Thank you to Kevin you, James. You Thank get you a plug for in listening. for Star Rental on your podcast, like you did on my show today. <laughs> no, no, not you today. He no. called the radio today, Jack, and I know it was for one reason. I thought, oh, that's cool. Rob just wants to check in. He's like, hey guys, before we go, a quick shout out to Star Rental and the guys up there for taking care of me, and of course, North Forty. I'm like. <laughs> That is illegal. <laughs> that's good. Payola. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not cool. Why? Why? Uh, I, I'm giving a shout out to the people that take care of me. I'm actually, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't spot. They sponsor me. That's different than they sponsoring you. I'm if sorry. Rob's not being right. paid by Morgan Murphy media, then it's good to he's go. He's safe. I think he's safe. Yeah. He can do yeah. everyone. I can say I, I have freedom of speech. There you go. That's our problem in this country right now. <laughs> Oh, no. Heck, look oh. at that. We're out of time. Yeah, it's very yeah. Thank you to Kevin James. Um, Thanks, Kev. He's got another game on Friday. Then uh, we're, we're shooting live rounds next week in Texas the following week. Uh, we are talking with some Texas basketball podcasters next week. Ooh. So get juice. I don't know. It might get contentious. Yeah, that's new. Rob's like, what? Yeah, Jack um, always surprised me early <laughs> in the week, and I just go with it. This is great. I don't have to edit anything. Phenomenal. Yeah. Rob, what do you have for us? Seven rules of life. Smile, be kind, don't give up, don't compare, avoid negativity, make peace with your past, and take care of your body and mind. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.